serious news, seriously entertaining. This is the Gatos and Chad Show. Happy, happy, happy Tuesday. Becky Lynn, look who's in for Chad. I know. I this. recognize him. Oh, boy. Here's oh. our old friend, Bruce St. James. Hi, kids. Woo, woo. It's great to be here. Great to have you, man. So glad Chad would let me fill in. That's right. What did we... Uh, Chad was out a month or so ago, and then we got the, you got the fill in. We had some fun. Yeah. All right. Let's do this for the next few days. No pressure. All right. No pressure. All right. Let's see. What do we got cooking today? Oh, that's right. We have kids bringing guns to schools in Arizona. We got three of them Ugh. now. So uh, let's go over this, Bruce. Let's Please. see. I've got uh, a seventh grader has brought a uh, uh, a gun to school. That is recently. This is uh, in Prescott Valley. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, I believe last week we had a fourth grader bring a gun to school. Uh, and we'll get to that. I think that was Queen Creek. There's some movement on what happened there, and, and we'll get to that. But now the latest, we got a second grader bringing a gun to school. How we got old a seven year old. Seven. Seven years old. Yeah. Yeah. I'm, I'm trying to remember being seven. Uh, I don't know if I was. Are you cognizant of like how a gun works, life and death? Like, is that even. Are you able to think that when you're seven? I wonder if kids are just scared now. Hmm. I wonder if kids are just scared. They, they see the, you know, their parents listening to the news, watching the news. And uh, Uvalde was so enormous for no. weeks and weeks uh, in the news cycle. And there was a, a, it just got worse every single day. And, you know, kids pick up on that stuff. Well, and, and I just wonder. Only, and Gato say also they, uh, something you and I never dealt with when we were in school. School shootings. But they all, if you don't have a school shooting at your school, you still have these drills where you... Pretend there's a school shooter, and what would you do, and how do you lock down the classroom? And they start this at a very young age. Yeah, I, I've used the example before. The only thing I, I ever had was fire drills. That's but all we I never had. had a fire, and I never even heard of a school catching on fire. No. So it wasn't real. I do, remember, do you know what I mean? I remember the fire drills. Uh, and, you know, we've talked about this, too. Are we starting kids too young with these, you know, drills about if there's a school shooter? Because Are you I, creating yeah. fear in them? Yeah, so let's talk about the second grader. This is what oh, we got, boy. Cochise County. Okay. Uh, uh, let's see. On, um, I think this was yesterday. Yeah, it was Monday. Okay. Uh, the sheriff's office was advised that a seven-year-old second grade student uh, at Cochise County School had a weapon in his backpack. <sighs> so the deputies arrive. They meet with the school officials and the student. It was discovered that a gun and ammunition was located inside of his backpack. Uh, there was also a second handgun. Brought two guns to school. Yeah. Okay. Uh, so the parents were contacted. So contact was made with the parents of the kid, the juvenile, right? Mm-hmm. Um, and the kid, you know, they're gonna they're gonna look into why exactly uh, this a child brought a weapon to school. Well, and where did he get it from? I yeah. mean, he, I mean, we have some pretty lax gun laws, but I'm pretty sure we're not selling to seven-year-olds. Now I got it from home. He must have. Must he got have, it from right? his uncle's house or his grandfather's you know, not grandmother. Not just one gun, too. Right. So so now we've got three stories, right? We've got a seventh grader. Uh-huh. We've got a fourth grader. This is all Arizona. Uh-huh. And we've got a, a, a second grader. So, so the second grader brings two guns to school, <sighs> and we don't know why. Okay? Now, the fourth grader that we talked about last week in Queen Creek, remember, that was the school... Um, Gosh, that was the school where I a principal's on leave for that. We're going to talk about that in a bit. But, you know, why would a 
a gun be brought to school if you're in a fourth grader? There could be a lot of things. It could be, I, I found it, it, it was sitting on my on my mom's dresser, and I took it. Curiosity. It's show and tell. Show off to other kids. Right. Or I'm getting bullied, and I've got to, I've got to, you know, I've got to show everybody. I'm, I'm getting my butt heat. kicked on the, on, right. you know, at the bus stop every Does day. Does intent matter when it comes Ooh. to second graders, fourth graders, seventh graders? Does the intent to bring a, a gun to school matter, or do you just have the flat policy of you bring a gun to school, uh, even, you know, if it, it like a second grader, I can't believe a second grader would come in and want to shoot anybody, but could it just be, you, 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 got a, you got one rule, you bring a gun to school, you're kicked out. Doesn't matter what your intent mm. was. Well, I just wanted to show my best friend. Doesn't matter. Well, I put it in there, and then I was going to take it out, but then I forgot to take it out, and then I came to school with it. Doesn't matter. Does intent matter? Well, okay, so let me, I, I'm going to make a horrible analogy. Because I'm really, really good at horrible. If you came okay. for horrible analogies, I'll tell you, you what. You got it. You signed up for the you right place. You signed up for the right show. Um, we hear about this all the time at Phoenix Sky Harbor. That they Some guy tried to bring a gun through the TSA checkpoint. Right. Hear it all the time. You never hear some guy brought a TSA gun to the checkpoint with the intent of hijacking a plane or shooting anybody. Yeah. It's always, oh, my God, I left it in the side pocket. I, I picked up the wrong bag. I forgot. You, you know what I'm saying? Forgot. It's always... So to me, intent in that case matter. Well, are they a terrorist? Were they com- going to commit harm, or did they just make a stupid mistake? Mm. Do you do you grant the same thing with kids? Again, horrible analogy. You're welcome. No, I get the analogy. It's just like do you, maybe I look at the seventh grader in Prescott in a Prescott Valley school. How old seventh graders? Uh, well, let's see. You got seven, a second grader is seven years old. Okay, this is going to be math. I can't. Uh, do that wise part. man, about twelve. Thank you, somebody. So a twelve-year-old versus a seven-year-old. There's one thing that Bruce and I have in common, no doubt, one hundred percent. Yeah, we do not do math on the. Oh air. no, I thought he so was going to say really good really looking, math. but I'll go with that too. I'll go with no math. So you got a seventh grader who's twelve. Yeah, don't you look differently at the seventh grader than you do the seven-year-old second grader? I do. I know the gun is still in the school, and that's not good. But if you're talking about intent. Well, I mean, you're talking about a five-year difference. You're talking about almost a teenager. And you're talking about a little second-grade kid. Seven-year-old? Yeah, I I just, I have a hard time believing that a seven-year-old even understands. My worry is always, do they understand the finality? Mm. Like life and death when you're seven years old. Yeah, maybe not. I just go back to what I said at the beginning. Okay. Are these children being exposed too much with what is happening mm. in other schools, with school shootings that happen all the time, you know, 19, 19 kids getting <sighs> killed, you know, a couple of teachers. Obviously, they know about this. They hear about this. So are it, these kids arming themselves thinking the school can't keep me safe? I, I think that may be part of it. Interesting. I do. I do. So you think a seventh grader is going to go in and unlock a gun safe and take a gun out and br- why are gun, we assuming it was in a gun safe exactly and to me a, seventh, oh, okay. <laughs> a second grader or a, that's exactly my point more than likely that gun was laying around somewhere yeah. which is a whole nother issue altogether it's horrendous and so they see the gun and go i'm gonna take this to school and show bobby yeah this and if cool it's, gun and if it's if that's the case that's their parents fault. exactly well and that isn't that a bigger issue all of the, these three instances, just in, uh, recently, none of them were old enough to own a firearm. None of them were old enough to buy a firearm. They got it from somewhere. Right. There is, I, I'd like to think of myself as a responsible gun owner. I don't have guns lying around the house. I used to have my godchildren. I used to babysit for them. Sure. I'd lock the gun 
ends up. And the kids get, I mean, you don't just leave that stuff lying around. If you're a responsible gun owner, the last thing you want is for a child to get a hold of your gun and, God forbid, either harm somebody or harm themselves even worse by accident. We hear all the times how the little kid picked up a gun and shot his brother or, you know, yeah. by accident. In the house. In the house. Yeah, yeah. So a seven, a seven-year-old, a nine-year-old, and a twelve-year-old in Arizona. Over this last month, they have all brought a gun to school. <sighs> Why is that? Why is that? Are they trying to protect themselves? Are they trying to be cool? Are they getting bullied? I don't know, but this is not good. And How many con- parents are having this conversation with their kids? I think that's. Are you hearing we from talk your about too? Uh, yeah, we, we'll talk about that a little bit. But are are are, are your kids telling you I don't feel safe? It's a good question. I, I don't feel safe at school. Why? Well, because of everything I see around me. And then does that equate to, like you're saying, I, I got I to bring a gun to school because what if? Three kids in Arizona. <sighs> we'll continue to talk about it. Up next, Phoenix has been ranked as one of the rudest cities in America. Yeah, you can piss off. <laughs> but if you were born here, I thought Chad only had that type of language. Uh, but if you were born here, it's not your fault. We'll explain that next. The Gatos and Chad Show and our buddy Bruce is in today. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. Hey, Becky Lynn, do we know what Chad is doing this week on vacation? Is he is I he on a, is he at a beach? Don't know. Guys are taking a vacation. Is he in the Valley of the Dirt People still? Uh, or is he hanging out over there? You know, I, I don't. He might be in, over in San Diego, farming with, with his uh, little boy. I don't know. Oh, okay. Okay. I'm we'll just check. wondering. I don't. I can't see him at the beach. No. I don't know why. I just can't see be him bored. at the beach. <laughs> yeah. All right. Uh, there's a new study out, and apparently, uh, we're all rude. Well, most of you know that you listen to the show. <laughs> Phoenix has been ranked one of the most rudest cities in America. Yeah. You believe that, Becky Lynn? I didn't used to, but I'm kind of oh, starting to feel that oh, way now. Really? Okay. okay, well, that kind of plays into this. I guess would the argument be, uh-huh. Gatos, has Phoenix gotten ruder as it's grown? I think it has. I mean, those hmm. of us that have been here any length of time, right. 10 years, 20 years, you know, how many times have you said this? This wasn't even part of town. This was a dirt road when I lived here, right? right. And now it's just, it's expanding. Well, Huge. these people are coming from somewhere. And right. are they bringing their rudeness with them? Well, and recently, a lot of people from California and New York, and if you're from California New York, you already know you're rude. It's okay. It's fine. Own it. Yeah, just own, own it. it. I still like you. <laughs> still I like, like rude people. It's okay. You're from New York. I'm from, from the New York. Streets, for God's sake. Phoenix is number 11. Okay. Uh, I think. Who's I, number one? I want to know who number one is. Is it New York? No. It's not? No. Uh, New York is not. New York is number three. Philly is number one. Yeah, Philly is. Okay, let, let's, let's point out. Boston is number five. Whenever you talk about Philly, mm. you have to remember not only did they boo Santa Claus, right. they threw snowballs at him. <laughs> That's right. At the at Eagles a football game. game. That's they right. Tried, they tried to assault Santa Claus. Yes. I mean, that alone ought to put you at the top of the so list. So here's the wrinkle, though, in this po- in this poll. There's wrinkles. Yes. When it comes to who is ruder, is that a word? Yeah. Yeah. You say more rude or ruder? Just ruder, ruder, not more okay. rude. Uh, those that move to Phoenix yeah, yeah. from somewhere else Got it. seem to be ruder than the locals that were born and raised here. Yeah, they're dragging I, us down. I think that's it. Now, yeah. were you born and raised here? No. I was not. Okay, I wasn't but born I've and lived, raised. How long have you lived in Arizona? Oh, uh, 26 years. I'm probably over 30 between right. Tucson and Phoenix. I've gotten more rude as the day goes. No. No, I'm a nice man. 
Right, Becky Lynn? Yeah, he just very plays it on the radio. Uh, very approachable, just, remember? You play rude on the radio. You play rude on the radio. You're a pushover. I'm a pushover. I'm a pushover. You're a nice guy. So it's people that are coming in. It's Breaking their rudeness. Yes. So if you were born and raised here, you're a sweetheart. If you moved here, you're 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 mean. <laughs> you're just you're mean. So in that list, we go from eleven to three. Ooh. So the the new people who moved to Phoenix have made us more rude. I see. I only. I, all right. Where's the one place? I find it the roads yes. where we're rude. Yes. It, it's not the grocery store where people are rude. Mm. Uh, well, the KTAR email is very rude, and I don't understand <laughs> mm-hmm. that. Since I'm social not, media. Yeah. And you know what? That, that's a good point right there is the social media thing. I think that has given us license to that's, be rude. I was going to say permission to thing, be no. more rude. Yeah. No, oh, yeah. but maybe as that has evolved, then more people here are just more openly Does the rude. heat make people ruder? I do think so. You think it's 115, you're I, like, it's just hard to put I a think, smile and be nice. I think heat rage. Yeah. Heat rage? Yeah, heat rage. <laughs> How about longer wait thing? times and longer. things just in the last five, six years? Mm, you know, okay. we've got fewer people, We so we fuss at people when things don't snap right along. I think know? politics have made us all yes. much more rude. And device. Oh, wait, sorry, ruder. Yeah, ruder. I, I'm more using ruder. it wrong. More, more, more ruderist? More. <laughs> so if you look at heat, okay. uh, driving, and politics... And then you add California and New Yorkers moving to Arizona. We're we're a rude city. That's a triumvirate <laughs> of rudeness. That is not good. Now, I can, can I just say that I think there is perspective, and it's very difficult sometimes to have perspective if you if you don't get out and go other places. I lived in. I was living in Chicago. Yes. Okay. I don't think Chicago's a rude city, by the way. It's not. But I think it's hilarious when people talk about the traffic here. I'm like, really? I lived in Chicago for about two years. I never got over 35 miles an hour on the freeway. It's impossible. It didn't make a difference. It was Sunday at 3 a.m. Like, yeah. you can't go anywhere. And I'm like, people right here, like, oh, have you seen the traffic? I'm giggling. Traffic is when, what, you can't do 65? I could get off of it. I don't think I've there ever gone no less than 65 at times. There is no traffic here. <laughs> There's no traffic. You try to get on the Kennedy or the Dan Ryan Expressway. They are clogged 24-7. It's brutal. It's, it's miserable. It is. And they're all leaving that coming here, and pretty soon it's going to be that way. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that, well, yeah, 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 but we're, I mean, driving California will go, nope, not doing this. Yeah, but a lot of people are either working from home or they're going into the office for a little while, and everybody's driving around at different times now. It has kind not of... Not all 5 o'clock necessarily. Yeah, moved around, hasn't yeah, it? Yeah. Mm-hmm. By the way, Phoenix yes. did not place at the top for the most polite city in the U.S. Does anybody okay. want to guess the most polite, polite. city? I'm trying to think. Yes, Bruce polite. St. James, what do you think? Polite city. Polite city. I'm going to think Midwest, like okay. that Midwest nice. Yeah. I'll go with like Des Moines, Iowa. Des Moines. Strikes me as a polite place. Des Moines. I'm going to guess Atlanta, Georgia. Ooh. Atlanta. Southern, that's Southern nice. Mm-hmm. Uh, wise man Steve Zinsmeister, most uh, polite city. Polite city. What's the closest city to Canada? Canadian. <laughs> uh, Seattle. Montana. Oh, Seattle. Okay. Seattle. Uh, producer Pablo. So, so I was thinking along the lines of you, Steve. I'm going to go with Wasella, Alaska. Is it Wasella? Where is Wasella? it? Oh, where, is where, it? Where, where, where? Sarah Palin? Yeah, 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 yeah. That, they're pretty friendly up there, yeah. Okay. <laughs> okay. Austin, Texas. Oh, really? Yeah. Really? San Diego, Fort Worth, Nashville, Indianapolis. Interesting. Top five. Two in Texas. Polite One cities. in California. Yeah. 
Yeah. San Diego, I get I, I can get know. San Diego. I guess so. You can't be upset living in San it's Diego. 72 and sunny, 365 Beautiful. days a year. Yeah. It's amazing. Yeah. If you're a jerk in San Diego, I lived, just, in, I lived in San Diego for a year. You lived everywhere for a year. I can't keep a job. <laughs> oh, jeez. Obvious. <laughs> Obvious. Oh, goodness. Where did you live for a year? San Diego? I lived in San Diego okay. for a year. Yeah. You live in Nashville anytime? Never. You don't like country music? I could never he live in Nashville. Like I do like country music. I, I ran a country it. station. Do you remember that? I remember that. I used to I ran Camel Country. I like all the stuff that Bruce has done in his whole life. Really? You can Bruce ask him anything. Bruce loves Conway Twitty. Just ask I him. do absolutely I love Conway You can always Twitty. have you know that. Conway Twitty. Because uh, Bruce used to be my boss. I was about really? at the country station. Yeah, do you want to boss just, him around right now? Absolutely. Come off of it. What do you want to do? Oh, Go ahead. I don't know. Let me think. But never, Tell him to get out. Whenever, Tell him to get out. Hold on. Whenever somebody <laughs> says I used to be their boss, people go, oh, you poor thing. How bad? <laughs> How bad a boss was I? I loved you, Bruce. No, you you thank were you very great much. Boss. She doesn't have any no reason to say that now. It's not what you told me yesterday when Here I said Bruce go. was coming in. Here we go. <laughs> you said that jerk is coming in? <sighs> All right. Uh, so, uh, Phoenix, number 11, uh, most uh, rudest uh, city. <laughs> there you go. Coming up next, migrants have found their way around the Great Wall of Ducey. <laughs> we're going to talk about it next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. Serious news, seriously entertaining. The Gatos and Chad Show. All right, Chad's out today. Big time Bruce St. James is in. It's not fantastic. Where big time come from? I don't know. I just threw it out there. I kind of like it. I really think you're setting expectations a little high. <laughs> we could kind of lower those. Can bring me down? Triple A ball, possibly. I'll try and think a. of something yeah. that's uh, right, with a B. That. Okay. And it's not big time. Well, uh, but nothing is going through my my brain. Okay, good. Uh, I've only had three cups of coffee today, as you well know. It takes four to really get the motor started. <laughs> well, I'm excited to be here with the Gatos, and I'm glad that uh, Chad lets me fill in. All right, cool, man. Well, let's have some fun till six. Then we'll hand coffee. it over to Becky Lynn with Arizona's evening news. You hear that plug? That's a two thirty five plug for you. Thank you so much. Yeah, appreciate check, that. Check more schedules. More. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, let's talk about the Great Wall of Ducey. That's kind of what I call the the shipping containers, yeah, uh, that are at the border, and they so, they stretch from the whole border, right? Yeah, the shipping containers well, stack them partly, up. Yeah, you stack one on top of another. Two two shipping containers high. Two shipping containers high. Okay, they don't reach the top of like the regular brown wall. Oh, okay. So I always say the feng shui is totally off, and it bothers Completely me. Completely off. Plus, the shipping containers are all different colors. They're, they're needing to get the same color. Oh, you got to paint them one color. How about beige? I'm a big beige fan. Well, anyway. I have an issue. Okay. Because we've got news on this. So what, what is it? We we paid a lot for them. We did. Six million. Okay. And that wasn't to install. No, that was just to buy the shipping containers. Yeah. I triple dog dare you. Go <laughs> online right now and Google shipping container for sale. We did that. You can get it a lot cheaper than what but Juicy three got. three grand each. Yeah. Do you know how many six million to buy? I don't, but, but it's a lot. You know Ducey called one of his buddies who's got a shipping container. Are they gold-plated? They yeah, probably. Right. You know? Here's the new news on the shipping containers. Oh, boy. Because I've, I've told Chad this. I've gone back and forth on this thing. Okay. Over and over again. Right. Because at the very beginning, I go, well, that's not terrible. It's not an awful idea. I mean, Something's better than nothing. Right. And then I find out. Uh, oh, well, those shipping containers are going to be taken away soon, like this we're, year. We're only renting them? No, we bought them. <laughs> but Biden, who's done nothing on the border, right. has said, here's money. We're going to build the wall and we're going A to permanent make structure. Yes. So what are we going to do with the shipping? Oh, well, I don't know. And Biden might not do it anyway. But so here's what we've learned. Yeah. 
there's a thousand feet of shipping containers. That, that's wait a minute. That's the, the that's it. Stack too high, a thousand feet long. Yes, shipping containers are fifty three feet. Okay, somebody can do that math. Yes, so it's a thousand feet. Okay, so let's say you approach the beginning of what is that brown wall? Yeah, yeah, yeah. The permanent wall, permanent wall. and the shipping container. Got it. Okay, just turn. Follow the shipping container. 1,000 feet. And then walk over the border. And, and then it's and open then there's at nothing that there. It's literally it's like, nothing there. It just ends. No, it's nothing there. It's not like another fence picks up or something. Did we figure out how long it would take us to walk 1,000 feet, wise man? I, I don't know. 15 minutes? I don't know. I mean, not long. 1,000 feet? Yeah. That's not well, that long. Well, if you've come from El Salvador or something, <laughs> what the hell's another 1,000 feet? <laughs> That's right. right. It doesn't right. really matter. <laughs> That's dropping the bucket. So, been walking for three months. So I, I thought, so I, th- I, I know it filled in some gaps, which is good in Yuma. But, you know, if you this walk, is where these are. They're close yeah. to the where Yuma, California, and Mexico all meet. The little right. triangle there. So, so, so they just stop. Right. And so there's a picture that we put up. We received this picture from the AP. Okay. Uh, the Associated Press, if you will. All right. And so you see a picture of the long shipping containers. The wall. And then it just suddenly stops. Yeah. And you're thinking, Ducey, why, what are you doing? Why don't you just throw some more containers there? All right. Either he doesn't want to do it or he can't do it. Why wouldn't he be able okay, to do it? Okay. So is, are we talking about tribal land? Because this mm. is this is what we've done a little research on. Because we're trying to figure out where where the shipping containers stop. And why we can't continue the shipping containers. Because as I said, you just walk walk the whole 1,000 feet of shipping containers and then make a right. And you're in. <laughs> There's nothing there. So It is a little odd. This, I think, is the Cocopa Reservation. Cocopa Tribe. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, there's like a tiny swath of tribal land along uh, the lower Colorado River. Uh, and, you know, you have this reservation and it's the corner uh, of the of the of the borderland where California, Arizona, and Mexico meet, and apparently we're not allowed to build there. Okay, okay. so we can't build over it. It's 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 tribal sovereignty. It's right. It's, they, they, they're, they're, it's, it's a not sovereign. Ours. You yeah. know. So but they have these things. What they called compacts or whatever. Basically, an agreement with the federal government on what you can and can't do on tribal land. Because from what I learned was that Trump tried to build it there, but all the lawyers came out on both sides and said, "No, you're not yeah, doing that's it." Not happen. So if this is true, the Great Wall of Ducey does stop there, right at where the tribal right. land starts. But then it begs the question: Why'd you even put the thousand feet in if you could just walk over there? It looks good. It doesn't look good. The feng shui is outrageously <laughs> horribly, honestly. So, you know, when you brought this up and when we we, we, we mentioned this, I didn't even know about the, the Kokopa tribe and, and the Yuma area because my mind immediately went to, I, I grew up in Tucson. Mm-hmm. And Sorry. the the Tohono O'odham <laughs> reservation is huge. Yeah. And they have 75 miles of border with Mexico that they say they cross back and forth freely because tribal members live on both sides of it. They don't see it as Mexico and the United States. They see it as the Tohono Tohono Odom nation. So there's no there's no wall, there's no fence. I was, can't have I was on the res. Okay. I was down there. I was visiting I was yeah, I've been down there before and grew up. We were uh, fishing and this other thing. I walked into Mexico by accident. Right, it right. Went completely by accident. <laughs> right. 
I, I crossed over. There was a fence over there. I'm like, oh, that's an interesting fence. I walk over there, and they're like, you need to come back. Why? You're in Mexico. Why am I in Mexico? I don't have my passport. But nobody stopped me. Right. You can literally just walk across. So it kind of shows, and, and they've run in the same thing. Well, we want to build a wall. And the, the Tohono Odoms are saying, you're not going to build a wall through the middle of our no, it's our community. You'd have to put a door. <laughs> a big, right? A big door. Because they go back and forth. You have to put a big, a big door. So do the, the Great Wall of Ducey ends... And from what we understand, the reason that it ends may be we're not allowed to build anything past it. Kind of defeats a lot of the purpose. It does. Yeah. And the feng shui. All right. Wise man, I want you to walk a thousand feet and see how long it takes. <laughs> do we have an intern that can do that? <laughs> have somebody do it. Where's Have our boss do it or something, whoever that is. I'm who needs it. the steps today? Yeah, who needs steps today? Because I'd like to know how long that, that takes. Because I'm certainly not going to walk it. <laughs> <laughs> All right, coming up uh, next, uh, you know, we talked about this yesterday. Is there really an alligator in Arrowhead Lake? Experts say it's a total crock. Oh, but we'll find out next. Arizona's news station, KTAR News, 92.3 FM. The Gatos and Chad Show, 2 till 6. All right, coming up next hour, make sure you're here at 305. Uh, we led the show with three Arizona kids in the last few weeks have brought a gun to school. Hmm. All right. So is this a growing trend that we have to deal with? Uh, I think a lot of you parents are going to want to hear. We've got a school safety expert on. He's got some really, really interesting stuff to say about this. So join us at 305. All right. Bruce St. James is in for Chad. Howdy. Uh, you know, uh, we talked about this yesterday. Uh, there's an alligator in uh, uh, to Arrowhead Lake. <laughs> so I, somebody said they saw it. Somebody said they put I. Somebody okay. said I saw someone put an alligator put in the lake. There. What do, you, what do you mean put an alligator uh, like, in the lake? Like, I don't know. You take it from your house. Maybe it got too big for you. You stick it in the lake. I don't know. Did, okay, you're from the mean streets of New York. I am. Didn't people used to, like, wasn't there always a thing there were alligators in the sewers? Yeah, people flush would them. flush them yeah. as pets? Yeah, I didn't go to the sewer system. I, I never tried to stay. I'll take your word for it. I didn't take it. the subway either. <laughs> There's a lot of germs there. <laughs> so is there really an alligator in Arrowhead uh, Lake? Hmm. This is going to be fascinating. I'm really interested. Could a creature be lurking deep in the waters? Oh, gosh. (laughs) Could a creature be lurking deep in the waters of the Arrowhead Lake community? Well, that's the rumor. And no, we aren't talking about Nessie. Glendale Police. That's not funny. Is it it Sweeps Week on Uh, TV where they lead with these stories? It's not Shark Week or anything. It's not Shark Week. Yeah. Oh, the TV stations. What is it? What is it? Sweeps, Sweeps right? Yeah. Don't, during Sweeps Week, don't they, like, show... Like a squirrel, uh, water like, skiing. Yeah, yeah. Okay. That's a Police say there are multiple reports of an alligator swimming around the artificial lake. I was kind of worried. I have a dog. Mary Baroli's home backs. She has a what? A dog. A dog. Mary Baroli's home backs <laughs> right up to the water. Worried what could come into her backyard. I don't know. Can it get through the gate? The Phoenix herpets. <laughs> the Phoenix herpetological sanctuary is now. That's a hard thing to say. Thanks. Phoenix, or is it herbal, herbata? What, what does that it? have to do with the it? Phoenix? The what? Gators. I would say herbological. I'm like, what do they got? Plants Herpetolog- or something? Herpetological. 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 With an H. There's a P? Yes. No, with an H. That's what I said. Yeah, it. but there's a P in it too. Yes. It's an H and then a P. I'm yes. Googling this. I don't believe any of this. They, uh, okay. The reptile people. Okay. The Phoenix Herpetological Sanctuary is now assisting police in trying to find this alleged alligator. You got to send in divers. That's the only way you're going to do it. <laughs> 
send the divers in. We're going to need a bigger boat. Yeah. We're going to need a bigger boat. <laughs> but when we spoke to the president this afternoon for his thoughts on the... Did he say the president? Like Biden? But when we spoke to the president this afternoon for his thoughts on this whole situation... I don't think I can say that on the air, but I think it's a total crock. Ah. Uh, was that it? Do you think it's a crocodile on the set? It's not. But I think it's a total crock. I think it's a crock of blank. Is that's was what he's trying to oh, say? Oh, a C R O C K. Yeah, it's not an actual crocodile. It's a crock of Poop. crap. Don't let the pun fool you. Oh, geez, it already did. <laughs> Russ Johnson says he would bet real money. There's no alligator at all. You don't know that there could be an alligator. For the last 22 years, we've gotten these reports time and time and time again, and it ends up being a red ear slider, a soft shell turtle. A what? A red what? A soft shell turtle? I no, that's not the thing that bothered me. The first thing he said. And it ends up being a red ear slider, a soft A red ear slider? What the hell's a red ear slider? It's like something you eat at a Diamondbacks game. Being a red ear slider, a soft shell turtle. A soft shell turtle is not a crocodile. Hmm. I'm being a red ear slider. Are you <laughs> what is it? A red it's a turtle also. A red-eared slider is another turtle. Don't so, you think there's a difference between a gator and a turtle? I think I could tell the difference. I think I could tell the difference. The eye test. Uh, one time it was a beaver. Uh, <laughs> this guy's full of jokes. Hey, I think there's a crocodile in my pool. Nope, just a beaver. Uh, one time it was a beaver. Johnson says in this case, a woman was walking her dog when she saw someone dumping a 10-gallon tank into the lake. That is definitely, that's the that's a gator. When she asked what was inside. It's an alligator. <laughs> and they turned around and said, it's an alligator. Oh, gosh. Who do that? So they were just trying to scare the old lady with the dog. Yeah. She led her to reporting it to police, but she never actually saw what was inside the tank. Oh, we just spent seven minutes on that. That's it's stupid. Piranha. Tell her it's piranha. Man, that is stupid. Did you look up that red thing? What it's a that? turtle. Red turtle. Ready? Red. Red eared this is slider. Stupid. There's no crocodile or gator in you should be Arrowhead so That'd Lake. Be exciting. That'd be awesome. All right. Three Arizona kids have brought a gun to school in the past couple weeks. Is this a growing trend? We have to deal with this parents next.